This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Lighthouse Faith Podcast, Moving Forward in Truth and Love. I'm Lauren Green, Chief Religion Correspondent for Fox News Channel and author of the book Lighthouse Faith. For more than a century, the Boy Scouts of America stood as a stalwart sign of what was good in this country, of faith, freedom, hard work, character building. The Boy Scout motto to to serve God and country was like a safety net ensuring that the values of patriotism and a godly foundation would be passed on from generation to generation. But then the dark days, when it was revealed that for decades there were thousands of boys who allegedly had been sexually abused. Just recently, the Boy Scouts of America reached an $850 million settlement agreement with attorneys representing tens of thousands of those, uh, now men, who sued the BSA over alleged child sex abuse. And the BSA has had to sell off property to help pay that settlement. There's a story out of Chicago, the settlement, um, they sold off one of their, their campgrounds. And, and so more settlements could be coming. This could range over a billion dollars that the BSA is paying out. And over the last few years, the Boy Scouts have seen numbers dwindling um, from 1.97 million in 2019 to 1.12 million in 2020. And that's like a 43% drop. And some court records actually show it's dipped further to about 762,000. And the Boy Scouts answer to this, and I'm going to read that later, but there are many reasons this is happening. One is the pandemic could be. But others say the reason is because the Boy Scouts really abandoned their focus on boys. They started admitting girls. And even though girls have the Girl Scouts, um, so the Boy Scouts were even calling themselves scouting and the Girl Scouts didn't like that. Well, there are other reasons we'll get to later, but the main point is that BSA's falls have opened the door to another organization that has begun to grow exponentially and it's called Trail Life USA. And it's seen its membership increase like some 70% in the same period that the Boy Scouts have shrunk. The CEO of Trail Life USA is Mark Hancock, and he joins me now. He's also the author of the book, Why Are We Sitting Here Until We Die? Um, Mark, thank you very much for, for joining us. Lauren, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I want to get clear. What is the difference between the Boy Scouts USA now and Trail Life USA? Well, at at first glance, you may say that there's a lot of similarities. I mean, we have uh, uniforms and handbooks and a robust awards program and we're organized in troops and patrols and we use the outdoors. But there's two critical differences uh, between Trail Off and U.S. and uh, Boy Scouts that if they matter to you, uh, you can't think of one as an alternative to the other because they're distinctives that that, uh, can't be ignored. And one is that we are Christ-centered. We're an unapologetically Christian organization. Mm-hmm. And number two, we're boy focused. Uh, we think that boys and girls are different. I realize that's a radical thing to say today, <laughs> but we, we actually acknowledge that what most parents and, and uh, any teachers and, and other adults that are paying attention know is that boys and girls are different and boys need a program that's aimed at their specific strengths and uh, and abilities as much as girls need programs that are aim- aimed at theirs. So those two differences, the Christ-centered 
and the boy focused are, are big enough differences that we don't consider ourselves to be an alternative to Boy Scouts because, of course, they don't they don't offer those things. We're a completely different space in, in doing those two things. But you 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 created it in response to the Boy Scouts' faults, really. Why did you create the or, or why was Trail Life USA created in the first place? Well, it was created really to help carry on an amazing legacy. You know, the Boy Scouts uh, had over 100 years of giving us presidents and leaders and senators and generals and community leaders. And uh, back in 2013, they became began to sort of drift from some of those traditional uh, values in, in a number of people across the, the United States, about 300 volunteers uh, uh, organized on places, platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook and began talking about uh, the concept of uh, what something could look look like going forward that would carry on those great things of Boy Scouts. So a lot of Boy Scouts uh, uh, leaders and members that come to us say, you know, we didn't leave the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts left us. So basically we carried forward that same tradition, the Christian values, the focus on boys. Uh, those 300 volunteers got together and came under one one name under Trail Off USA and we launched on January 1st, uh, 2014 to carry on that great legacy. I want to read the Boy Scouts um, statement when I reached out to them saying I was going to interview you and that you had said that they had lost their laser focus on boys. And I want to read you the statement um, from the Boy Scouts of America. They said, the Boy Scouts of America remains as dedicated as ever to delivering our nation's foremost program of character development and values-based leadership training in communities across the country. Studies prove and parents agree that scouting helps young people become more kind, helpful, and prepared for life. Our mission remains the same after more than 100 years of positive impact, and we are pleased that the BSA's, BSA's lifelong benefits are now available to even more youth and families. I want you to respond to that particularly. What do you think of that statement? Well, I, I think it confirms what it is that we're saying. I mean, the, the word boy is nowhere in that statement. And right. um, so that it's it, they, the thing that they had been really good at for years, which is making men from the stuff of boys, um, they believe that you can take that same stuff and, and apply it to, to, to boys and girls. And we just don't think that that's true. I mean, there's certainly benefits that, that anyone, no matter what sex you are, can get out of a program that focuses on, on growing in the outdoors and learning new things. But uh, the, the fact that they're ignoring boys, even in that statement, just really makes our point. Boys and girls are different. They need a specific focus. Boys need a male a male-centric environment in order to develop into winning and focused men. And that environment, that whole dynamic changes when you when you have girls and boys together. I mean, everybody knows that. This right. isn't this right. isn't something we're we're pretending or making up. It changes things. And it changed things dramatically for the Boy Scouts. And and, and even though the, the PR may be saying that they're suffering because of the pandemic or because people aren't interested in the outdoors, that's why we we kind of took that on because that just isn't true. Trail Off USA with our Christ-centered boy-focused, uh, you know, endeavor is is exploding during these times. And we're, we're living in the same pandemic. <laughs> we're living right. in the same in the same culture, but parents are looking for a place uh, for their boys to go uh, to grow into godly men are, 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 are coming to Trail Off. Are you, I mean, is this part of the sort of 
um, condemnation of masculinity. There's a, they, they use the phrase toxic max, masculinity out there to apply it to things that are just sort of that boys are. I mean, is this part of that? Yeah, well, well this is what we know. And, and you, you can't ignore the science is that boys are now twice as likely to be in special education, three times more likely to be ADHD. Lauren, boys have fallen behind girls in every single academic category, every category. There are now more girls graduating from uh, with uh, bachelor's degrees, with master's degrees, and doctoral degrees, and then boys. The whole thing has flipped over this last generation. And I believe that a piece of that is the way that we have discounted masculinity and labeled as being toxic. When you when you really look at the at the things of uh, of godly masculinity and traditional masculinity, brings a society the types of strengths that it needs in order to to, to grow and do conquest. Part of that is risk and competition. You know, the, that's part of masculinity. There's nothing toxic about that. We need risk and competition in order to in order to grow. And uh, so, so, so we just, we believe that. And so we're behind boys because we understand that they're different, that they need a unique uh, environment that's designed for them. One of the books that's available for free for download at our website right now is called mm-hmm. Let Boys Be Boys. And we talk about some of the psychological differences and the physical differences. And we talk about what the type of the types of environments that boys need which you don't find in our society today. You don't find it in schools. You don't find it even in our churches. It's very difficult to find environments where boys can be boys, where they can be, uh, you know, allowed to be their adventurous selves, but given the boundaries uh, that they really appreciate, firm, fair, and consistent boundaries, so that they can push those boundaries a little bit so they can test those things. And that's where great advancement comes from is when, is when, good and godly men uh, push against boundaries and say, yes, I think we can do better. Where did we get this? How did we get to this point where things that are sort of natural to boys have become this sort of negative um, attribute? How did we get this way? Well, you know, there's been uh, some amazing advancements in our culture that have kind of set us up for this. And the things that men used to be depended on, uh, aren't so much in our culture anymore. And so that kind of purposeless uh, place that they live in, uh, you know, we've just really discounted that their need, whether it's going out and, and, and being the breadwinner. Well, no, that's not so much uh, celebrated in our culture anymore or going out and battling for things or hunting for things and those sorts of things that, that brought value and purpose and focus to men we now live in a society that doesn't value those things. So because men are, are built with, a, with a, a, a desire to have a purpose and to serve and to defend and protect, we have so many other systems that have taken that place, their place in society, that they really leave themselves purposeless. And one of the sad things that we do to boys, you know, the, the risk and competition that, that helps boys to grow, that challenges them, that makes them better – you know, we, we, we removed tag from the playground. We're removing recess from schools because, mm-hmm. because, because this competitive kind of thing. And, and we've gone towards this kind of, uh, you know, everybody gets a trophy kind of thing. Well, boys don't get that. That doesn't square up with boys. So we drive them to places like a virtual world where, 
you know, playing video games and they're getting awards and they're getting levels and they're winning and they're getting points and know exactly where it is that they stand. We don't have that counterpart in our culture, but those types of things are drawing our boys in droves because it does give them that place to compete, to get feedback, to be better, to lose and then try harder and get better. We don't let them lose. You know, we talk about how uh, we could be raising a generation of unproductive narcissists. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're unproductive because we don't require anything of them and they're narcissists because we don't let them fail. And so in Trail Life, we provide these opportunities for challenge and for growth. If they earn an award, it's because they earned the award. If they don't do the thing, they don't get the award. And and boys like that environment. They want to be measured up to another, to another boy. They want to have that challenge set before them. They want to go after that thing. And they're narcissists because we don't let them fail. We have to put challenges in front of boys that they get to try and fail. And this whole failure to launch that we're seeing in our society is, is because because boys haven't learned how to fail and then recover. So the first time they get out of the house and out somewhere and it doesn't go the way they thought it was supposed to go, they give up because they haven't learned that they can recover from failure. Yeah, I think that's one of the, I think it's a problem with the girls though too. I mean, we're, we're raising a generation or gener- several generations of young people who don't know what it means to fail and then to keep going and to accomplish something. They, this award system, you know, I didn't know that somebody could actually get a cap and gown for graduating from kindergarten that just tells, it's just it's, it's ridiculous to me. It's like, I'm sorry, what did you do? You played in the sand castles and, you know, you learned your ABCs. I'm sorry. Um, but, but it brings up the issue of girls and mm-hmm. is it that if, if, have we understood has, how much do you think sort of the sexual revolution created this environment where boys are no longer, they, they just kind of are trying to find their place in, in society and the sexual revolution where women becomes, and feminism, the women have now, you know, are the breadwinners. Um, mm-hmm. they have, there's a almost an equal playing field because of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of uh, birth control and abortion even um, mm-hmm. that have sort of leveled the playing field with men and women. How much do you think that has to do with uh, the problem with the Boy Scouts and your, you know, trying and the Trail USA growth? Well, you know, what's, what's remarkable is, is girls really needed that help. You know, it was a generation ago, girls were behind in science and technology and math and those sorts of subjects. And so we right. stepped in to provide that that way for them. But the pendulum swung so far that we didn't pay, we weren't paying attention at that same time. Boys were lagging in language and social skills. Well, we didn't create programs to help boys with their language and social skills. We just created programs to help girls with their science and technology. And now they're, of course, they're leading in that, that area, but that, that emphasis has continued. I mean, Lauren, we, girls are amazing. Women are amazing. We, we, we really need each other for the strengths that we have as, as, as two, two separately designed genders. We, we need each other. But what has happened in the message in our culture, uh, boys aren't hearing the positive message the girls are. I mean, it's popular and it's okay and it's encouraged to say, you young lady can be who you want to be. You can do what you want to be. You go for it. You know, you're strong. You're the, we're not hearing that message aimed at boys. Well, what the boys are hearing is you're toxic. There's something wrong with you. We painted with mm-hmm. a broad brush uh, every male as if, as if they're dangerous. And it's like, 
boyhood is some kind of social disease that needs to be eradicated, <laughs> you know, and because we're not hearing those, those positive messages. I was down at Kennedy Space Center not too long ago in this beautiful room with this beautiful video across the whole wall, one of those huge video things. And there was an astronaut, astronaut, female astronaut talking to a group of kids and you can see all their heads from the back. And she's just telling them, you know, you can go to the stars, you work hard, do this, all this wonderful message. I'm, I'm, I'm cheering her on. I said, this is wonderful. Kids near, need to hear this message. And the camera came around behind her and looked out at the crowd and it was all girls in that crowd. Wow. And I'm thinking, geez, you know, what, what are we saying to, to my son who could, be, who could be standing there next to me? Or the boys in the audience who are standing there, like, they're cheering on, yes, I could do anything. And that comes around and says, I don't see my face in that crowd. You know, and, and, and so it's, it's politically correct to give that kind of message to girls, but it's not politically correct to give it to boys because we're somehow afraid of them. And, and that's why they're being hurt. Uh, in, mm-hmm. in this culture. And that's why organizations like Boy Scouts are abandoning them at the worst possible time to say to boys, there's nothing special about you. It's one size fits all uniform. And it just is not true. There is something special about boys. We need to remind ourselves that, that, that they need those environments where they can be encouraged to grow into good and godly men. Wow. Let's take a break right now on Lighthouse Faith Podcast. We'll be right back with uh, Mark Hancock of Trill Life USA. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, we're back at Lighthouse Faith Podcast talking with Mark Hancock. He's the CEO of Trail Life USA and what an organization that's really grown to fill a vacuum uh, vacated by, you know, the, uh, the uh, Boy Scouts of America. Uh, Boy Scouts of America is, always, is really kind of going down a different philosophical and political path and not that not God-centered and not sort of boy-centered. Um, you know, uh, Mark, one of the things I, I remember, I thought about that statement, and one of the things, you know, you couldn't ask a follow-up question because when you brought that up was that there was no mention of boys. Um, but there's also something in there that strikes me too, is that there's no higher purpose mentioned. Um, and there is, it's all about um, building character, um, communities, leadership, you know, very wonderful qualities, but unless you have uh, under, unless you have a higher purpose, unless you have under the authority of a higher purpose, um, like God, um, it's all about you. Um, and I think your statement about raising a generation of narcissists is you can say character all you want, but unless you're willing to make the hard choices of knowing how to build character, you're just, you're not going to do it. Um, how does how does Trail Life USA operate? And take me through some of the things that um, some of the some of the uh, groups do. Sure. Uh, as you'd expect, there, we're an adventure organization. We focus on character, leadership, and adventure. And I do want to get back to the word character, but uh, they're they're going in the outdoors, hiking, camping, whitewater rafting. Uh, we've got a group that just returned from Alaska. Group of boys from Kansas went to Alaska for for a couple of weeks. We have uh, a fifty mile uh, canoeing trip. I saw on our Facebook page that that, that boys just just completed. Uh, they're doing they're taking on things that are 
that are bigger than themselves, challenging themselves physically, socially, uh, mentally, um, spiritually to to become to become better better men. And they're doing it in a faith filled environment. Uh, but uh, we really focus on we develop leadership by uh, putting boys in patrols. And so a lot uh, at the middle grade and higher levels, those boys are in charge. We call it the patrol method. They're leading the patrol. They're making the change. They're making the decisions about where it is that camp that night, uh, what what uh, gear they need before they take on an adventure. So we're growing leadership in that way. The character is the charged word, and, and this is where this is where it becomes interesting. How do you develop a character in, in a young person? The implication is that there's good character and bad character. Well, mm-hmm. what's the foundation for good and bad in an organization that doesn't use the Bible as its foundation? So in Trail Off USA, the Word of God is our foundation. So we can say things like good and bad because we have a foundation for that. And so you base your character on, on good biblical principles. And so we believe that we can build character because we have a foundation. We have an absolute truth. Without that absolute truth, how do you build character? It's it's it drifts with the culture. What's good today may not be good tomorrow because there there are no standards. There is no absolute truth. So I don't know how you develop character without having an absolute truth. And so in Trail of USA, that's integrated throughout our whole program. We call it Lauren. We talk about it like a carrot and the carrot cake. You know when you mm-hmm. when when you eat a piece of a carrot cake. Uh, you get carrot in every bite, but you don't get these big old chunks. So when boys are coming across Christ in our program or the Christian principles of the program, it's throughout the entire program, but it's not Sunday school in the woods. It's not this big chunk of carrot that they're getting. It's yeah. it's integrated through the whole thing because that's the life that we're calling them to is a life where Christ is integrated in everything that it is that they do. So they're in the outdoors and they recognize the wonder of creation and that there was a creator that put that all together. Are there are they fishing somewhere and they talk about the provision of God and how 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 God takes care of us or, or how how God has a beautiful creation that's 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 interdependent um, without being able to give those lessons I don't believe that you can develop character in young people that just seem like random events or, or random random things that are happening and there's no foundation for real character growth there you know and I, and I hate to bring up one of the negative things that happened to the Boy Scouts of America but they were blindsided I think by this these sexual abuse charges um, and it happened like many of the things in the Catholic Church. It happened in the 60s and 70s and 80s when none of us were thinking about sex abuse. No one, no one of us were thinking that someone in authority, someone in a trusted position of authority, like a priest, um, like a, 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 a troop leader, would abuse a child. Um, but we're finding that it was rampant, um, allegedly rampant, I guess I should say. Um, and when they found out, of course, they started to do the background checks and on their troop leaders and that sort of thing, but the damage was done and they're paying the price for it. How would you, how do you prevent that sexual abuse from happening within Trail Life USA? What kind of safeguards have you made? Yeah, well, an interesting thing, Lauren, is when we started, uh, one of our first employees was the former general counsel for the Boy Scouts of America. Mm. He, he had actually written the new policy for them uh, under duress and, and predicted uh, the direction of Boy Scouts, if they proceeded in that manner, and um, and they fired him. Uh, well, it was a gift to us. So he helped <laughs> us. He helped us. He he had personally with Boy Scouts. He had personally visited every abuse victim uh, that he was aware of and apologized personally on his own on his own dime. Went out. That that's how affected he was 
when these things became uh, to come come to light. He, he, he didn't serve at the time that they happened, but he felt the burden of the organization and went personally face to face and, and, and apologized to as many as people as he could. Um, so that was his heart toward a man, great man of faith. He passed away a few years ago, a great man of faith who helped us to establish our child safety and youth, youth protection guidelines. So we were forged in the fire of this, uh, of this thing that the Boy Scouts were dealing with. So we were able to structure ourselves in ways that, a, that an organization as large or as old as they are cannot uh, pivot like we can and turn around and create the sorts of uh, protections that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, every, every adult in our program is is a background check, child safety, youth protection trained. Uh, they have a personal reference. You can't just go online and join our organization. Mm-hmm. You have to have a reference from the church, which is the chartering organization. We have 900 troops all across the country. We're in all 50 states, about 30,000 trailmen. But you have to be uh, approved to have a reference from that local chartering organization, a representative of that church that says, I know this man's character personally. And uh, be, before you can be an adult leader organization. And then we have very strict um, child protection guidelines. We call it the one, two, three uh, policy, real easy to understand, very easy to follow, but we hold our troops to that to a T. And if they hold these policies, we will not see uh, those, the, those, those sorts of things happening in trail life. Yeah. And, and we've been around about eight years, like I said, 30,000 members in 50 states. And, uh, and and we have we have not had to deal with the, the same issues that the Boy Scouts have dealt with. You know, one of the other things that did uh, create some controversy uh, within the Boy Scouts is that they they voted to allow um, homosexual men to be troop leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that, um, and I can only speak anecdotally because you know I don't think I've not seen any studies why certain people said I I don't want my child, my boy child going away on a camping trip with a homosexual man as a troop leader. Um, is this something that uh, the Trail Life USA has, has had to deal with? No, that's that's another another part of our organization because we're uh, an unapologetically Christian organization. Every adult member signs our statement of faith and also the statement of values. And the statement of values defines things like human sexuality and talks about marriage as being one man and one woman. Our membership standards are for uh, we 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 allow um, uh, uh, biological male children is what we call them uh, <laughs> boys as 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 members and um, that that's one of the things that when I talked about the attorney the Boy Scouts he said that decision around the the homosexual leaders would lead to so many other changes in the, in the organization. He said that that would eventually allow girls because a- after the, the homosexual male leaders, they then allowed transgender uh, boys and transgender leaders. And he said, if you're going to have transgender boys, you're going to have girls. And, um, and the girl's decision, I think was ultimately the one that, that caused the, the greatest loss to them because even people who don't have, strong biblical convictions about human sexuality say what what girls and boy scouts i don't i don't get that and we saw our biggest growth uh with the girls decision uh even more so than we saw growth over the homosexual the transsexual sexual adult decisions more people looked at that kind of saying i don't i don't get that how can you put girls and boy scouts there's just something people know intuitively that there's mm-hmm. something wrong uh with saying it's a you know it's a, or, or, or there's, there's something right with an organization that's specifically for boys. And that's why, that's why Trail Life has seen our success. I mean, are you prepared or have you had to deal with, I mean, I, right now your numbers are 30,000. It's not like 
I don't think the Boy Scouts of America or any other group really sees you as a threat at this point. Even mm-hmm. at its lowest numbers, I mean, the Boy Scouts of America are still a little under a million um, and mm-hmm. you're at 30,000. So obviously it's a different kind of numbers game we're talking mm-hmm. about. But as your numbers grow and people are attracted to uh, your group for other reasons, are you prepared legally to deal with that? We're, you're right. We're tiny, tiny, tiny compared to, compared to the Boy Scouts. But we've structured ourselves to be an organization that's going to be around for a long time. So uh, we've spent uh, a lot of time, not so much on growth. We spent a lot of time on setting these foundations in place, the child safety, youth protection, the way that we handle our finances, the way that we grow, the way we train our leaders. We have a, a world-class online troop management program. Uh, that the Boy Scouts was never able to develop. So we are positioned for exponential growth, which we're seeing uh, without it slowing us down at all or without it affecting the quality of the program or our ability to keep boys safe. Yeah. And the last thing, like, how do people join Trail Life USA or how do they create um, um, a troop? Well, at our website at traillifeusa.com, there's a Get Connected tab. And under there, you'll see Find a Troop and start a troop. If you go to find a troop, there's a map of the United States and you put in your zip code or your address or, uh, and it'll pop up troops that are in your area and you can click on get connected and it'll connect you to that troop. We, you can, like I said, you can't just join. You've got to be, you've got to come through the right door. So you reach out to the troop, say, I'm, I'm interested in somebody from that local troop will, will contact you and, and give you the information about the troop and how you can become a member. And then you can go try it out. If there's not a troop in your area, there's another tab there called start a troop. And it takes five adult members and uh, uh, to, to start a troop. Um, we don't, we don't, uh, you would think we would say, how many, do you have enough boys to start a troop? That's not the issue. If there are enough adults, the boys will show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes five, five adults who are working with a, with a church as we consider ourselves an outreach of the local church. We're not an uh, outdoor organization having a Christian experience. We are at our core a Christian ministry that is using the outdoors, but we are an outreach of that local church. So we have a very good connection with the local church. Um, so the church is, is, is initiating these, these five adult leaders to start a troop. Uh, in that program, a lot of times they'll sell. They'll, they'll say something like, "Well, we anticipate having about twenty boys," and they'll start thirty days later with forty boys on their first wow. night. I mean, the, the boys come out of the woodwork because parents are looking for a place that uh, that agrees with their values. Yeah, there there aren't that many places for boys to go and be boys and be affirmed. Mm-hmm. You know, no, that's true, is- and it's getting less and less. So we're we're glad that uh, that people are discovering trail life. Well, I want to th- uh, thank you so much, Mark um, uh, Hancock, the uh, CEO of Trail Life USA. And again, if you want to find out more about um, Trail Life USA, they go to the website. It's traillifeusa.com, right? Yes. Okay. And your book is called Why Are We Sitting Here Until We Die? I've got to ask you, what is that book about? Because I have not <laughs> had a copy of it yet. Yeah, that comes out of Second Kings chapter 7. It's an interesting story about a city under siege. And it's really encouraging people to step out and trust God and do big things for God. But two free downloads right now at our website are the book I mentioned earlier, Let Boys Be Boys, and Five Critical Needs of Boys. I recommend that, that folks who are interested in, in leading boys or helping boys out, they download those, those two free, free books. They'll get a lot of good information on how they can help their sons or how they can help the boys in their community. Yeah, because we're, we're starting to raise a, a generation of lost boys. It's really yes. very sad. They'd, because if boys don't know how to be boys, they don't know how to be men. They don't know how to be fathers. They don't know how to be um, husbands. And that's going to be a critical part of, of a, a child's life. 
Yeah. And, and, and they've got something to offer us. And, and we have to we have to remind ourselves of that. You know, we're, we're building boys that aren't just going to be able to stand against these uncertain currents of culture. But we believe we're building boys that will be able to turn the tide itself, that these boys will be the ones that save us from a culture that's kind of losing its way. Wow. I want to thank you so much, Mark Hancock, CEO of Trail Life USA. Thank you for much. Thank you very much for being on Lighthouse Faith Podcast. Thank you, Lauren. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to Lighthouse Faith Podcast. I'm Lauren Green. Have a blessed day. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.